All right, I'm going to start with Drew. What is yes. your favorite Lady Gaga attire? Favorite Lady Gaga attire. Um, she wore this. I can't even know how to describe it. Uh, she wore this really crazy, like pointy hat and like really silvery dress. And there was like a bunch of these like orbital wires, I think, around her during like a, a red carpet <laughs> event. And it was just the dopest thing ever. The heels she was wearing too were just like super wonky in like the shape. And she just looked, she just looked dope. She looked like okay. no one else on that red carpet. She looked like no one else you'd see anywhere. And I I vibed with it. Okay. Okay. I dig it. That would I be my it. favorite. That would be my favorite. I think she even had her like iconic, like really yellowy blonde hair that she used for her telephone music video. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Okay. Just very like uh, Andy Warhol pop art, like See. sort of embodying that. I was gonna say you're saying she dressed up like a can of Campbell's soup. Not quite. Maybe a little, but more iconic. <laughs> Maybe a little, but more iconic. Warhol. Like it was Warhol then. <laughs> she was the living Warhol. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, John. John I got a favorite. tie. I got a okay. tie. Okay. Let's hear it. One Mona Lisa dress. Where she even like kind of looked like Mona Lisa with the hairstyle and the makeup, that one was <laughs> yes. iconic. Number two, yes. when she had her two people get into like a robotic like horse unicorn whatever it was, and she rode him yes. in, that was next level. Jay, what you got? I mean, it's the obvious. It's the iconic. It's the greatest. It's the meat suit. Duh. The meat dress. Ah, yeah. The fucking one. meat suit. That's it. Nothing else. Uh if I had a if I had a close second, I me, mean, you guys might have even seen photos of this one. When she won, um I don't remember what award she won, but it was given to her by Eminem. And she had this crazy red dress on, and then this weird like head crown covering that was all red lace. Yep, I and, remember that. And Eminem's face when he's like <laughs> handing her the award was priceless. I think priceless. it was either the Grammys or the VMAs. Yeah, it was one. I of think the it two. was the yeah. I want to say it was the Grammys, but it might have been the VMAs. Um, there's too many. There's see, mine so mine many. actually goes to performance attire because yes. you take a look at all the dresses and everything she wears to events, and they're very eccentric and crazy, but. Her performance attire is generally just like a leotard and then shoes yeah. and maybe some makeup or something. And that's about it. But that's she moves yes. all over the it place. Got more, it got more extravagant during her Born This Way tour. Um, and the thing is, if I can go on like a quick tangent, <laughs> um, it's it's really difficult, as you could probably imagine, just already know, to do choreography and certain things with like a really big costume on. So like what she did in her Born This Way tour is like the crazier the costume, she wouldn't really do as much, but she did a lot with like props. Yeah. Um, so she couldn't move around a lot. It was like, there was one suit she had that like, she looked like this crazy alien. It was all white. 
you could tell she couldn't move in it, but she was like standing on this moving platform that literally moved her around the whole stage while she just sort of like did different motions. So it was like, even though she wasn't doing much, it still was just over the top and just really entertaining to see. Um, but yeah, like especially her earlier stuff, like for the fame era, definitely more laid back, like you said, more leotards, but she was doing more, um, you know, with her body and her vocals. So I will also say she did have a really good performance. I believe it was paparazzi by herself yes. and a piano. And I want to yes. say it was for K rock, but the, the, the footage of it, it's, it's just a very, it's a very fashionable, but very simple attire It was a black and white dress with almost kind of like a coat on top, but her hat was the signature piece because it was kind of like a Kentucky Derby hat. Yes. However, the <laughs> flap on the side was the size of an umbrella. <laughs> so yes. covered the chair, covered her body. Right. She had the sun on her in any angle. She would have been totally fine from UV rays. So that's, <laughs> yeah. that's your typical Kentucky Derby hat. No, bigger. <laughs> Bigger. She no, was like, bigger. have you? No, I, I've seen after them living I've in Louisville them. for as long as I did. I have seen the <laughs> craziest of hats. And most well, of them what? would. would no. You know I what? Know. You know what? What? Parlay. Parlay. Parlay? That's the one. Parlay. Parlay. Great day and welcome to another wonderful episode of Parlay Radio, the podcast that gives you the objective take of the bands you love and love to hate. We do have a very special guest today that I will introduce in just a moment. But first, and you're welcome to chime in with this as well if you would like to, Drew. Gentlemen, introductions all around. Jay Bain and I want your ugly, I want your disease. I'm John Coleman and I don't know who Alejandro is, but I wish I knew him because I need to know his ways. I'm Devin Hughes and I'm really not that shallow. I can do better. Much better. <laughs> do we need to do a redo? I'm Devin Hughes. I want your loving, and I want your revenge. You and me could start a bad romance. Better. We'll get to that. We'll get to that a bit more. And yes, I will mention it, Jay. You know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Oh, oh, me. I'm, you know, believe it or not, I'm not that creative. <laughs> in, in that, in that sense. Not on the spot. Not on the spot. I could oh, damn it. sit All here right. and and I'll really dig for something. It's, but fine, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're gonna have to cut out the dead space. Our special oh, guest today. Dead space. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. The corpses Awkward. are under John's cheese it boxes. Awkward silences <laughs> make this show. Yeah. Well, it's just we have you, who's like, I have to throw in a dick joke at least once. We have a minute. John, who's like, I don't know what weird thing I could say right now, but I think I could do better and just make it even more weird. And then there's me who says a joke and it's like, no, nah, it's not good enough. I have to bury it even further. So 
getting away from that, though, our special guest today, Drew Scarlett. <laughs> Drew Scarlett is a musician based out of Lewiston. You can find Drew on Instagram at Drew underscore Scarlett with one T eight. Currently, with music set to come out shortly, if not later this month, maybe. Woo. Single yes. to be released very, very soon. Please welcome to the show, Drew Scarlett. Hello. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, John, for bringing Drew on. Uh, yes. First Although off, if this ends terribly, then we're blaming you, John. Yes. Right? <laughs> it's okay. I was just born this way. Oh. That you was, were born bald. Was was I was. Thank you. Actually, I was born completely birthday suit, not a hair on me. You born, born with less hair than currently. That's really hard to like believe. Like a smooth, like a naked mole. Born with the little mustache, too. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like the Adams Family <laughs> little kid. <laughs> well, I was going to say like oh, grandma, but okay. <laughs> I told weird. you, I said it's my job to make it work. <laughs> That's a little weird. <laughs> All right, so first off, I do have to ask this question. Uh, the two of you, how do, we, how do you know each other? Ah, school, actually, I believe. Yeah. I think we went to the same high school. We did. We did. You were, what, you were a grade or two ahead of me? Yeah, I, th I graduated 13, so you were, what, 14? 14, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Jesus yep. Christ, I was already out of college by that point. Also, our, <laughs> our college one or college you, two. Drew, for having known John for that long. We're sorry. It's, you know, it's okay. It's okay. Just okay. It's... It's Good job, just John. Okay. You're just okay. Just yeah, okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. Listen, we did well. We didn't interact too much in high school. Enough for me to not hate you, but also not enough to really like to really hate you. I think we just you had know? a few friends mutual yeah. together, but we didn't really. We like, did. We had more mutual friends circle. together, yeah, than we did like actually have classes or, or things that we really interact together. So it's a nice yeah. neutral response to basically state that uh, I don't interact with John enough for me to want to murder him. But <laughs> yeah. if I did, <laughs> then. But I suppose the potential was always there. It's a plausible deniability was in right. there. It's <laughs> how John counts as friends. How many I have think... not tried to murder me? I think you know my or sister Adria more than more than me. So. Yes, actually. Okay, yeah, that makes yeah. more sense now. Yeah, she was a yeah. great ahead of me. Yeah. Yes. We but worked I together like I remember... at the plaza. Right, right, yeah. Drew, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you coming on. And we're happy I am to, excited. We're happy to plug your stuff. So before we do that, let's uh, talk about who we're talking about today. Shall who we? Is? Stephanie, Joanne, Angelina, Germanata. Um, that's her only name. She doesn't go by anything else. Uh, <laughs> known professionally as Lady Gaga, is an American singer, songwriter, and actress known for constant image reinventions and versatility in the music industry. She has been a staple in the pop music scene since her debut in the mid-2000s. I say mid-2000s because it's argued between 2001 and 2007, I believe. Uh, becoming one of the best-selling female artists of all time. She is also only a year older than Jay and I, which makes me feel like a total failure, more so if I was a talented woman. Drew, why did you yes. pick Lady Gaga? 
Um, because she is my biggest inspiration. Just not even in the music that I do, but honestly, just in chasing music as a career in general. Um, there's just a lot about her that's really awesome to look up to. Um, just sort of the way that she did things, how she viewed the work that she did. Um, it's really inspiring. So I, and if there's at this point any artist that, you know, among the artists that I know that I know the most, it's definitely, it's definitely her. I definitely think and, that, oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, no, I, I mean, and she's just iconic. You know what I mean? There's, I definitely have the biased opinion here, but there's, there's not a lot to, you know, to hate really. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I never considered doing her for our show. Uh, and honestly, like, once you brought it up, I was like, my gosh, she genuinely is a controversial, not necessarily through her yeah. music as much as she is as an individual. So it's like, it's, it's, it's a great bring up. Right. Like, there's definitely a lot of controversies that I went through. Yes. Jay, your thoughts? So I'm going to say this in the most loving way possible. Do it. <laughs> Lady Gaga is Madonna 2.0. Oh. She's uh, Madonna. No, no, I say this with love because she's Madonna with way better music. I, all right, all right. So all the right. beginning of Gaga's career, really, like, it, it was that, what can I do to get cool and popular and get my name out there? And then as she progressed as a, as a musician, she really, like, showed what she's able to do. So she really right. turned that, I'm Madonna 2.0 to, no, I'm actually Gaga 1.0. Right. And yeah, I, I can see where you're going that. with that. Yeah, yeah. I can definitely respect that. Uh, she's uh, the the numbers alone, which we'll go over here in a minute, are, are <laughs> impressive. But just what she does for the people, you know, around her, her fans, even people that she doesn't know, like you can't hold anything against her at all. And, and I got I got nothing to love for. I am gonna piggyback on the Madonna 2.0 thing as well. And that is honestly what I thought of her whenever she first premiered, was I thought, okay, I've seen this before, but these lyrics are better, and so is the music. So, so it's not the same. I, it's a, right. It's a, it is the progress of music over time, rather right. than the deconstruction simplicity, simplicity that hip-hop is going through with rap lyrics just being repetitious phrases over and over again that don't make any I'm sense. I'm a cow. Moo. Yeah. Moo. Dota. The last episode. <laughs> I am not a cat. I don't say meow. Um, yeah. It, it, it is just one of the... It, rather than that that deconstruction of lyrics to make it simplistic and, and really <laughs> stupid, uh, she actually right. put time and invested into her songwriting and she tells these lovely stories and does she still have like the random phrases of nonsense in there of course she does because you have to catch people's attention one way or another but if you have the verse as like oh this is you know chapters one through three of a nine chapter book and I can follow along quite easily right she does it perfectly storytelling. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yep. and that's what we need to get back to with music. I personally, well, we yes. What we need to get back to with this show is storytelling. <laughs> oh, small story I do actually have about Lady Gaga. I've never met her, uh, but I do have a friend that had, 
and I'm not going to say his last name. I'm going to say something in place of his last name. Um, I can pronounce it, by the way, Paul, Polish last name. Um, friend of mine was a bellman at one of the Colorado resorts for a number of years before moving down to Florida and got to meet Stephanie on an elevator with her handlers and said she was one of the most pleasant people that he had ever spoken to as far as celebrities were concerned. So I just think that is a nice little tidbit. That's good to know. She's down to earth and very personable. I already like it. So without further ado, we should get started. Mr. J, I believe you got the numbers this week, sir. I do? Ah, crap. Uh, yeah, all of those numbers. <laughs> I saw them too. I don't. Uh, mm. It's a lot. It's a lot it's, of numbers. It's good though. It's really good. All right. So Lady Gaga has released five studio albums, solo studio albums. Excuse me. Two collaborative studio albums, two film soundtracks, three remix albums, two compilation albums, four EPs, two live albums, and thirty-nine singles. Uh, she has currently sold over. 40.4 million albums worldwide and that includes 21 million in the US, 5 million in the UK, and her best-selling album currently is The Fame which has sold over 14 million copies. Is that yeah. physical because that is That's physical. not what I heard. <laughs> that's that's what I saw through uh bestsellingalbums.org. Ah. Okay. I saw 170, well, but that was... The streams is where we start getting into... Some uh, okay, okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, we'll get there. She does have one diamond record, and that's for uh, Poker Face. Yep. Uh, and she is 105 times platinum certified by the RIAA. Can you say that number again? 105. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There was something in my ear. Um, what? What? One hundred five times platinum. She's those numbers. That well doesn't. Sold. You can't put again, a phrase together with that. Again. <laughs> so uh, on Spotify currently, she has fifty-seven million monthly listeners. Uh, there are five songs that she has that are over one billion streams, and another one, "Just Dance," is knocking at the door with 965 million so it's almost there um to almost have six a billion plus stream spotify songs is ridiculous for one yeah. artist so that's impressive and it's even more impressive to think about the fact that her highest stream song is from a movie soundtrack yeah it's shallow from a star is born and it has 2.3 billion streams right now on spotify yeah. Those numbers are that's that's just insane for for a song with especially too considering that song has a singer who's never done anything else before on it as the duet. Right. Like Brad Cooper, hey man, good job. Your mom's really cool. You're not a professional <laughs> singer. You shouldn't have two point three billion streams. Uh currently Gaga has twenty point three billion total streams on Spotify, which puts her as the number 37 most streamed artist on Spotify on the platform. So we have a goal. So we have a goal. <laughs> what, what is that goal, Devin? It's an achievable goal. So you want us to hit 
120.3 billion streams as as hell yeah why not as a podcast yes (laughs) all right 20.3 billion hours of people listening to us (laughs) i'm ready that's what it's what 8600 years or something like that All you oh listeners gosh. out there in Radio Land, let's uh, let's get those parlay numbers up. Just uh, start playing it off repeat. <laughs> like, share, subscribe. Please. You know what? While while you're just brushing your teeth, have a have, have <laughs> episode plan. While you're walking your dog, have an episode plan. Cooking food, episode plan. Episode. Scratching your ass, definitely playing an episode. Parlay Radio twenty four seven. Please, let's do it. You know, <laughs> my my favorite thing to do when I was younger is I would play Marvel versus Capcom two. And if you went to the training area and you just paused the game and then left your console on, you would earn experience points for every hour. Dog. And you use those to buy and unlock characters. What? That's how I got Sentinel. So you should just do that with us. <laughs> just like put Look, no man. put your Spotify on, just turn off your volume and just let the episode play just out. Let it That's go. all. Just let Look, it go. It's just it's just data and if you listen to enough of our episodes, you too will unlock a sentinel sentinel as well. <laughs> you could. I'll I'll you just go buy one from a toy store. <laughs> I'll go buy one from a toy store. I'll send it in the mail. I'll get you the Lego one. You could put it together if you wanted to. It's up to you guys. You just tell me which one you want. Just get us to that number. <laughs> For our one billionth streamer, I will get you a Lego Sentinel <laughs> that you can construct. And also a crisp high five. Whatever yeah. whatever color you want. I'll even say two high fives. We'll sign it. Wow. Off. I'll sign your hand. <laughs> I was going to say the Sentinel, but yeah, I'll sign their hand too. Oh, yeah, I guess it. That's yeah, cool. I think it. Jay, did you happen to did you cover any of Lady Gaga's movie credits and your and your numbers? Um, a little bit. We're gonna discuss just a tiny bit of her uh, acting ability here in the numbers. Oh, oh, good. If you don't cover it, I'll cover one it. of I them. I'm really it. excited to cover because it's our favorite, I, our favorite thing. In the I show. think, I think, I hope it's the same thing. I think so. I hope it's the same thing. <laughs> so, Billboard, uh, Gaga has 36 charted songs with five number one hits including just dance shallow poker face born this way and rain on me featuring ariana grande um she's also had six albums at number one on billboard which is very impressive in this day and age to be able Mm -hmm. to have those albums hit that high awards wise this is where we're gonna start having some fun lady gaga has been nominated for 925 awards She's Jesus. has 402 wins. So she has not a too warehouse. bad. That's yeah, that's she has a warehouse. Yeah. Just she a, warehouse. Has a warehouse. If if you if you go fun fact, if you go on to their her oh, award is page, it, is it as many pages as your notes it, are when you're it? not here? You guys want to take a guess <laughs> how many pages <laughs> 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 14 pages of notes Much for five longer. seconds of talking. Considerably longer. 108 pages. 108. That's zero. So what you're saying so awesome. is she has so many pages that the abundancy of them makes them available for purchase on Amazon. <laughs> okay. She just gives them away. They're, no, they're they're housewarming gifts. Oh, you're moving in the neighborhood. Here you go. Here's a Grammy. Have, a Grammy. <laughs> have an AMA. Or anti-Grammy. Oh, Speaking I of forgot AMAs. cash. I forgot cash to tip. Would you take VMAs? 
<laughs> How about a Kids Choice Award? No, no. Teen Choice, How, Teen Choice Awards. There we go. We got the surfboard. Can we can tip you in a surfboard? You want a Bambi Award? I have one of those. Oh, so awards numbers: AMAs, American Music Awards. She's been nominated seventeen times, and there's only won three. So numbers not looking that that great on that. The Academy Awards. She's been nominated for four and has won one Academy Award for Best Original Song, Shallow, in 2019. And if I do believe that might be one of our first Academy Award winners on the show. We've had another one, but um, I'll talk more about that in a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Golden Globes. She has six nominations with two wins, and that's including Best Actress uh, for a miniseries or television film for American Horror Story Hotel. Let's see. Grammy nominations. This is this is ridiculous for these numbers. 36 Grammy nominations. 13 wins. And that includes winning two, not just one, two Grammy Awards at completely different shows with Tony Bennett. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. All right. She got Tony Bennett and Grammy. I'm down with that 100%. Yep. R.I.P. Tony. The width of her Grammy Awards and their nominations and like it's genre. Insane. It's all over the place. Selections is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It goes from like movie soundtracks to compilations, pop, electric, EDM, pop duo, group, jazz. With if Tony she's Bennett, playing yep. a festival with and if rock she's playing a festival. For her Joanne album, she is likely she... to hop on stage with any rock or punk band that is playing. Oh yeah. Oh, like, she could play she's, with. She could play she's with. She's a hardcore. Did you guys too. see her do a show with Metallica? No, I you did. Guys not, I did. That? I oh. did see uh, the sweet sounds of heaven with Rolling Stones and Stevie Wonder. What's What's even better, actually, is, is if you really watch um, on YouTube. There's some footage of them practicing the song. Um, just like I just pulled in it a up. room. Listen to that because that's almost better because it's just raw vocals, the raw playing. And I'm gonna, I'm just saying, like, she's the. A lot of people do and a lot of people don't, though, give her credit for how versatile she really is. Like, get her a metal band, she'll do metal. Get her a jazz band, she'll do jazz. You know, give her the best slew of electronic, you know, dance producers, and she's gonna kill that. Like, it's nuts, dude. It's nuts. The true question is, though, can she do ska? I guarantee. Again, she we'll can get do to ska. that. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, maybe not. I can't. Her doing ska, but ska doing her. Is that she... sounded dirtier than it really was. That sounded. Be, but... That sounded like a porn. It, it's it, not no, 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 no. I'm over here hoping she's <laughs> gonna play at Fest 22, and you're over here like, no, it's actually the Adult Video Awards. She There's... would play at AVN. <laughs> yeah, I I gotta stop this. I'm getting chills listening to this like Metallica Gaga. Oh, isn't it? I'm getting chills that. talking that about us doing Lady Gaga porn. I I didn't know what was going on there. Also, John. Whoa, 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 whoa. What the hell? You're over there listening to Gaga and Metallica while we're having an actual show. What Listen, a dick! Look, I, 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 I told you I had to pull this up. I didn't know that Metallica and Lady look, Gaga I'm just not surprised together, anymore insane. by anything John does or says or I has say on his that desk one's or eats or drinks <laughs> or 
has in his house or look i got rid of the cheese it's i'm on cape cod chips now look <laughs> I, i've changed new year new me so a little bit more with the awards yes. lady gaga became the first woman in history to win an academy award a grammy award a bafta and a golden globe in the same year the same year <laughs> the same year Oh man, I love that. The same. All she needs is an Emmy, and she's another EGOT too. No, she still she hasn't done nothing. Oh no, Tonys. I'm sorry. We need a Tony. Yeah, Um, she has been nominated for primetime Emmys for specials before, but uh, did not win. She hasn't been nominated for an actual Emmy, even though she got the Golden Globe nomination for American Horror Story. So that's a little, little disturbing to hear that she wasn't able to get the Emmy on that. But you know, I mean, she's still young. She's still acting a lot. She's doing a lot more stuff. So maybe that'll change. The BAFTA is impressive enough as is. I mean, that's that's not an easy award to get. You can buy a golden globe but a bafta right. is crazy you know yeah they, they send you golden globes oh. in the mail with samples of tide but yeah i just like a bafta that's that's top tier so props to her damn she d- was apparently according to guinness world records the first female artist to achieve four 10 million plus selling singles. I was just looking for that because I saw it earlier and I apparently did not put it in my notes, but yes, that as well. That's insane. And that's the first one? First one? Like, not yeah. not Beyonce, not Madonna, not not Miley Cyrus, not... not I don't that know. Was, what, uh, 2020, I think, that's, was when she, she hit that. So, yeah. impressive as hell. Now, here's where we have the fun, and this is my last little bit with numbers. So, 2023, Gaga was nominated for Golden Raspberry. Yay! Yay! <laughs> for for <what>? worst, <laughs> worst supporting actress in Machete Kills. Man, that shouldn't have been nominated for any awards, though, because well, it's, like, she, intentionally bad, you know? She didn't win, though. You know who won that year? Who? <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Oh. <laughs> In Temptation, <laughs> Confessions of a Marriage Counselor, which if Kim, Card- Kim Kardashian is your marriage counselor, just divorce. Just get it over Oof. with. End it. Yeah. Sign the papers. Honestly, like, don't, yeah. Lost yeah, that, cause. That's it for numbers. Apparently, she's, uh, in 2023, uh, she's had a, a heck of an impact because she was given a couple different spots on some uh all-time lists from 2023 two of her for best five top 500 best top pop songs of all time she placed twice on there i uh do have a little bit about that and her getting some records with lyrics i picked three songs i tried to make it a little bit different but uh I know people that will kill me if I don't cover a specific song, which I'm saving that for last. There's a reason why. First one I'm going to cover is the first one that got her a Grammy Award, which is, of course, her single, Poker Face. Um, The song primarily focused on the singer playing with guys as if she were a poker player. Additionally, Gaga opened up more about the song during a birthday concert in the Palm Springs Convention Center. 
where the audience was mainly made up of gay men, suggesting to the crowd that it's about her dealing with personal experiences with bisexuality. The song focused on being with a man while fantasizing about women. Uh, the man must then read her, quote, poker face to understand what's going on in her mind. The ma-ma-ma-ma. Let me do that Cartman stuff. Yes. Ma-ma-ma-ma is sampled from Boney M's 1977 song, Ma Baker. Mm -hmm. uh, this, along with her first single, Just Dance, were in the top 10 of the top 100 at the same time, making her one of the first solo female lead artists to have her first two singles at the top of the charts in the top 10 simultaneously. Sierra was someone who achieved that four years prior with goodies Holy. and one two step i don't even know who the fuck that is you <laughs> don't know sierra one two step oh. no i don't remember that goodies. Hurts. i don't remember goodies that was that was me getting into the punk scene at that time so yeah. i'm not gonna yeah, i'm not gonna have fair. a clue about that and actually to be honest i i'm shocked that it was sierra that got that there there's a few she is interesting she sierra's not one of the she's not the first there's right. actually been yeah. several artists to have that uh celine right. dion is another one yes but she is of a select few to have that right. honor um and speaking of she's also not the first female artist to top the charts with her first two singles but she just joined the ranks um, she was the first at the time of release of Poker Face since Christina Aguilera had in 1999 yeah. with What a Girl Wants and Genie in a Bottle. It's like roughly every 17 years. There's a new one. <laughs> uh, Poker Face was written by Gaga with her producer Red One. Uh, he's a freaking yes. collaborator with her. Does a lot of songs. We're going to talk about another one here momentarily. In 2009, it became the most reviewed song on Song Facts and the most searched song on Google. She was second only to Michael Jackson for artist who had passed away the same year. In a one-off chart covering the first five years of the UK official downloads chart, between June 26, 2004 through 2009, Poker Face took the top spot while Just Dance had the third. And then this yeah. is uh, one of the songs performed during her halftime performance at the Super Bowl in 2017. Personal opinion, it's been the only good one in the past 10 years. Although I don't think Usher did bad last night. I think it was acceptable. It's acceptable. There's, there's so much I could say about that. <laughs> uh, look, the guy is in his mid-40s, still looks great, can still perform. Yes. I think everybody that performed with him did a great job. I was yes. surprised by Ludacris. I was happily surprised by Ludacris. That that That's brought a smile on my face. Um, but I was also to the point where I thought they were uh, uh, characters from the Mushroom Kingdom. So, you know, it just wasn't going to sit well when I'm like, what's Mario doing? I know why is he wearing blue? Um, the only thing I got to say about that Super Bowl halftime show is... Anything that gets Lil John in the public eye in 2023, I'm all for. Yeah, I love that guy. Yeah. 20, 20, 2024. 2024. Shut up. Remember, it's a pizza party election year. <laughs> Pick I your toppings to wisely. I try to forget it's an election year. 
I would say the Eminem Dre. That was a good one. Halftime show was. That was good. enjoyable. It was entertaining. I don't know if it was great. It was just very like there was so much going on with it that it was entertaining. Yeah. I do think it was good though. It was like friends in a house. Right. I think so. For me, it's it's more about how do I even explain this? I'm I'm very passionate about this because I I don't enjoy the current state of like pop music and sort of like what it's become nowadays, especially after sort of what Gaga's delivered in her career. It's almost like anything less is sort of unacceptable in terms of like artistry and and showmanship. And and I'm not even meaning like everyone has to have like her skill level, it, but it's like people aren't even really aiming for that they aren't even like trying for that it was more like she can you know you can give her a stage or give her a premise and she'll take that stage and that premise and be like okay i see this and come up with like a whole concept a whole like she has everything planned start to finish and it's just it's all it's pop but it's artistic and it's usually just very brilliant so like yeah you can throw an artist on there and they can like dance around and sing and it's entertaining, I guess, but like, that's it. You know what I mean? And, and like, but it could be so much more. And I guess that's, that's what I meant by like, Usher did great and I'm sure it was amazing. But the reason Gaga's was one of the best, if not the best in like the past, whatever, many years is because like, she's a real artist, like, and she pulls from her inspirations that were also real artists that knew how to command a presence and knew how to put on a show and that's more what i mean i'd say that's the reason why um and maybe i'm just again biased or, or talking out of my ass here but that's that's what i think and why i just love her so much um i think you're definitely like onto something for sure because like you're not wrong like like we've already established you put lady gaga on a stage with whatever genre music or band with it or group with it it's gonna be a freaking show right. yeah and she's gonna kill it whether it's metallica tony bennett anywhere in between uh dolly parton I, she did some stuff with dolly yeah. parton in the countryside so like she's gonna kill it she it's... is a like you said a performer and not just a performer with like her music but her whole stage premise right. it's like like I really appreciated what Usher did last yes. night with this thing. Like he was, he was right. He, his performance was immaculate, and like his his getup was like he tributed Michael Jackson, yeah. which he said like was his big influence. And like so, he went out there with a Michael Jackson getup. Right. So like that was cool. Yes. But Lady Gaga is gonna kill it with her entrance into. She's gonna kill it with her entrance into the arena. She's gonna kill it during the stage. She's gonna kill it with her performance, and she's gonna kill it leaving the arena. Yes. Whether it's like she did in the Super Bowl, she's gonna like. I'm gonna jump off this giant thing, and you're just gonna see me fly up out of the way, and like there I go. Lady I'm like, Gaga, and I'm gonna catch the football with one hand. She is one of the only that, people on the planet where you can hear the most absurd sentence out of her mouth about whatever she wants, and it makes complete sense. Like, I want the Velociraptors over here. Put Satan <laughs> next. Put Satan next to them. Make sure Neil Armstrong is in front, and then the cheetahs on the other side of the stage. And you're sitting there listening, and you're like, and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. that's a good yeah, yeah. The the thing about that though, and and 
another reason why I really love her, um, if I can go on another quick tangent here, is like it is it wasn't always like that. There's very early footage of them shooting like promotional footage or um, just she used to do a lot of like live video footage um, for her earlier shows where they would pre-film something and she'd use it as like the countdown footage or something. Anyways, and she would have a very clear vision of what she wanted to do. And like the people there would just like kind of crap on it or like be like, hey, but no, do it like this. Or And you could see her visibly getting like frustrated because like they're not, and it kind of sounds bitchy, I guess, but they're not adhering to like her vision. And then finally, like maybe around her Born This Way era, people sort of like let her do her thing. And it was brilliant. And I'm pretty sure she like won album of the year. And, and she actually was broke by the time uh, her tour ended because a lot of the money that she makes off of touring and her album sales just goes back into her performance and goes back into the music. And so, yeah, like like you just said, like nowadays when she just starts saying all this random stuff, like I want this here and this here, I'm proud for her because she genuinely fought to sort of have that right to her vision. Um, and not that other artists haven't, but it, it's really fun when you find an artist that you grew up with basically and really enjoy and like get to see their vision come to fruition. Um, but I don't think every artist has the vision and that's that's what sort of makes her unique in some ways. I got two more to get through. The next song Do that it. I'm going to cover is a song called Shallow. And it is the never heard of it. I've heard of Shambhala. I think you're meaning Shiloh. The Battle of Shiloh. I thought you were talking about Shiloh, that book about the the Basset Hound that we had to read in elementary school. Wait, I thought that song was called Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, Shia He's French, but he's been in films with Bradley Cooper, who was on the song with Lady Gaga. So uh, this song is a duet <laughs> between Gaga and her A Star Is Born co-star Bradley Cooper. It's used in a crucial part of the film, described as a conversation between two characters with the need to drive into the deep end, staying away from the shallow area. The song was written in four hours with Mark Ronson, Dirty Pretty Things former guitarist Anthony Rossomondo, and songwriter Andrew Wyatt. Just a reminder, this song has an Academy Award, and it was written in four hours. So wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me our last episode, we talked about Doja Cat. It took her six hours to write I'm a Cow. But Which is one of the most nonsensical, like purposely nonsensical, stupid songs that we could ever hear. John can't keep but his composure shallow, right now. Look at John. Like, <laughs> the biggest movie songs in the last decade was written in four. I'm four about hours. to get a little the controversial hell. Four, I, hang on, hang on, I got more, I got more. Okay. This song has an Academy Award. This song also has a Golden Globe. Her second one, because again, as Jay had mentioned, her first is for American Horror Story Hotel. The song has a Grammy. <laughs> uh, and during her acceptance speech for the Grammy Award, uh, she stated she was happy to be part of a film that addresses mental health issues. Uh, just a couple quick facts. Uh, John, are you okay over there, bud? No. Okay, I didn't I, think I just so. I can't get over the fact <laughs> that, that 
Doja Cat in six hours can't write something halfway as decent as Lady Gaga in Writes four hours that ended up winning yeah. an Academy Award. <laughs> With everything. <laughs> I mean no I mean no disrespect to Doja Cat or anything, but that's just it's like the difference between like Mount Everest and and my this hill out back of my house. Someone's, someone's here, playing like, checkers. Someone is playing eight D chess. Eight <laughs> D Um My couple Lanta. couple quick things. Uh Anthony Rosamondo, uh one of the co writers actually knew Gaga prior to this because he was the person who gave her guitar lessons. Wow. This song spent 45 weeks on the Hot 100. It is the most for a Best Original Song Oscar winner, which was a record previously held by Let It Go from Disney's Frozen. And oh, then, good. I'm glad, guys. I'm glad we, uh, we uh, dethroned that one. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> Could we not have, could we as the world of Earth could not have come together to get it seven more weeks just for it to get the year? No. <laughs> just no. get, just reach the year. And then, uh, last little thing, uh, Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood did a cover of this during a Facebook Live performance in March of 2020. The cover was popular enough to be included on Yearwood's album Every Girl, the Deluxe Edition in 2021. I will be checking Ooh. out that version because Garth is my man. Drew. What yes. controversial opinion do you have here? Oh, just going back to the whole Doja Cat thing. I'm not going to excuse the poor song, but how many writers were on that one song? Like three, three or four. And Roughly, we're talking, yeah. we're talking professionals, people that have been in the industry for many, many years to pit three professional industry songwriters against one girl who like probably woke up, hadn't even had her coffee yet. I'll give her, she I'll give her, her a little, I'll give, <laughs> I'll give her a little um, leeway there Damn just it. because as a songwriter myself, it can be really difficult, especially when you're doing it by yourself. Um, However, it, it is a cult I hit will, though. I will give I it. I will throw this out there though. It's Drew, a hit. Okay. It took, I think it was four people writing that song. Okay. Right. Yes. Four hours. Right. Here's the thing. How many times can you get four people to agree on something in a four hour period? Not many, especially mm. when everyone is a professional songwriter. That's, that's even fair. more actually, impressive. I actually think that's what made it quicker. That's what made it easier because believe it or not, like get enough musically inclined people together. And a lot of times people go with the flow and people will hear either the same or very similar things um, and if they're on a time crunch, sometimes you just got to tell someone sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but I mean, we have, we have three songwriters on this chat right now, and we could all try and write a song, and we would probably kill each other that's, within four hours <laughs> instead of writing true. a no, I, hey, do hear, I, I do wrote a rap once. Bring it the I'm a writer. God, I, I will take you down. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it all depends. I mean, we weren't in the writing room, you know what I mean? So I guess we'll never know. But, you know, I, that is fair. I will I will accept that counterpoint. Um, they are both extremely catchy and, like, stuck in my head. Like, as soon as you brought up Shallow, I'm like, it's in my head. Yeah. As soon as you bring up Doja Cat Moo, I'm like, it's in my damn head. And all I can think of is, like, <laughs> bitch, I'm, a, I'm not, I'm a cow. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. Cat, it's just stuck meow. in my head. 
and then just like the the French fries and shit going down through the screen. I can just picture the entire. Is that gonna be a running joke? For repeat the rest of in my season. head. <laughs> it has to be. I'm not a cat. I don't. We started with out. it. We have to end with it. Stop. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh. Lastly, I I would get in so much trouble if I didn't cover this because I know so many people would be mad at me. The third song that we are covering is, of course, Bad Romance. So many people would get mad at me to the Florida ska scene. This song was covered by legendary millennial Florida ska band General South Fury. Who? (laughs) Who's that? Did you say General South Fury? That sounds like a terrible Chinese order. Uh, it is it's actually it's well the fury yeah. is what happens after you eat the chicken. Oh well, oh. Oh. interesting. Who would who would name a Florida band Chinese that? food is what not dumbass would name a band? Uh, that? <laughs> uh, that dumbass is not on this show right now. So. <laughs> Someone who apparently didn't want to get popular. Like thanks, <laughs> you're only talking to the Drew's singer of the, the band. <laughs> So for all of my well, Florida general, ska scene people, uh, yeah, this is for you. Um, the song celebrates the kind of lusty passion that you would find in a bad romance novel. Part of the song was debuted on Saturday Night Live on October 2nd, 2009. The full song debuted four days later at the end of Alexander McQueen's spring-summer 2010 yes. Paris Fashion Week runway show. Okay, I can breathe again. All right. <laughs> this song was written by, or uh, co-written with Gaga and producer Red One, frequent collaborator there. The music video was helmed by Frances Lawrence, who also directed Britney Spears, Janet Jackson, Gwen Stefani, and I Am Legend, the Will Smith movie, based on the graphic novel. I don't want to put it together uh, too far because <laughs> I don't have uh, much to say, but Gaga described the collaborative idea as being able to give him all of her most psychotic ideas, but make it relevant to the public, which Lawrence did. Kind of. Sure. Uh, This song made Lady Gaga the first solo female artist to have three chart toppers in a year in the UK. She also was... uh, the first artist in Billboard's top 40 airplay chart history to have her first five singles debut at number one. In the video, I generally don't copy and paste notes off of anything, but the description was a little too much, so I actually had to copy this word for word. I normally... (laughs) In the video, Gaga's eyes were digitally altered to make them look bigger and bolder. Several Asian contact lens companies manufacture a product known as circle lenses, which covers part of the white area in the eyes to make the pupil look larger. Encouraged by Gaga's wide-eyed look, American teenagers flock to buy these lenses online in the aftermath of the clip's release, despite opticians warning that the lack of quality control could lead to problems like eye infections, damage to vision, and even loss of sight. Stop being that much of a fan. Like, chill out. I was not one of those people. This is uh, this is Adele's favorite karaoke song. Uh, by quote, she belts it out every time. She also said she doesn't understand the French part. I would love to hear Adele doing karaoke. It would be awesome. It would be really awesome. I would pay good money to see that. 
She is one of two artists in the MTV Video Music Awards history to have the most nominations for a single video. Can you take a guess as to who the other artist is? Madonna? None of you will get it right. Brittany. It's going to be Michael completely out of left field. Oh. I will, I will, your, your only hint? Actually, I'll give you a couple. It's David a male. Hasselhoff? It's a male artist. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. No, he would be MTV Euro. Um, it's a male artist. It's an '80s song, and they were part of a much more popular group up until this point. Oh wait, much more popular. Uh, uh, wham! No, but you're on the right track. Was it Duran Duran? Not George Michael. No, the uh, not George Michael. Artist, not Prince. We could be here all day, so I'm just going to tell you. Bill yeah. Collins. The other half, Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Oh, weird. That's wow. weird. Forgettable music. And then the last fact. <laughs> she performed a special version of the song in front of former American president Bill Clinton on his 65th birthday, calling it Bill Romance. No word if Monica Lewinsky was present. I'd yep, and Gaga's John's losing it again. I love it. I hate to see Gaga's cleaning bill for that dress after that show. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Gaga, I don't know you about you, that. but you I, should, just... I could sure go for a cigar right now. <laughs> god. The, the, the resulting of that is what helped Lady Gaga launch her now controversial perfume line. Oh I have gosh. water in my nose right now. <laughs> Was the, <contribu> the controversial oh. perfume line called uh, Edu President? <laughs> Stop. No, but you're on this. You're close. Oh, God. You're quite oh, close. God. Smell like the Oval Office. <laughs> and that is all I have as far as our songs. Yes, Skaheads, oh, enjoy the bad romance facts. I... I haven't played that song since 2011, and I don't plan on ever playing it again unless I'm just joking. Wait, we're not getting a band together for Fest 22, and we're going to play it there? Rock band? We can play rock band at Fest. Yeah, John's going to play the rock band guitar on the side of the stage. Just the <laughs> rock band guitar. Stop. Yes. We're going to tell him it's plugged in, or that we're the actual performers. <laughs> We're just going to give him that Apple headset that everybody's wearing right now, and yes. yeah. The, the like VR the thing. VR guitar hero. <laughs> gonna be the, the we the would we would we become the most viral thing on YouTube for for about the three days. We would get banned from Fest for five years. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Tony would never speak to any of us ever again. Uh, John Boy, you have the fun this week of talking about controversies. I am going to be try to be fast, okay? There's there's a lot we got to cover. Go for it, sir. Just be right. All right, so we're gonna start off hot and heavy, okay? Just like Lady Gaga's performance was at South by Southwest 2014, where she got in trouble with none other than Demi Lovato for her apparent uh, shocking of fans by glamorizing bulimia, apparently. While on stage, a individual came out on stage, drank some substance, and then vomited on Lady Gaga. That sounds like any Jane's Addiction show in the 90s. Lady Gaga came out and said that she was just trying to bring awareness to the uh, 
issues of Bulimia. Lady uh, Demi Lovato didn't see it that way, and so we're just going to move on. So number seven on this list right now is Lady Gaga's meat dress, where uh, PETA came out and criticized her use of meat in that scenario. Lady Gaga said that she doesn't like PETA, and then we're just going to move on. Because, <laughs> let's be honest, we don't like PETA. Well, no. <laughs> we don't, but they always, ask like, they always act like we slaughtered the animals ourselves. You know, it's not like you right. didn't go to a deli or something. The cow was already dead. Yeah. Right. Let's just be honest that PETA doesn't operate a single no-kill shelter at all and actually just kills more animals in their shelters than any other shelter in America. So let's Look, just, uh, that's all you need to I know about I will say it, this audience. about PETA, and I learned this I learned this recently, okay? Last last episode, I said PETA wasn't, wasn't that good. You know what? PETA is actually really good with hummus as well. That is true. That is true. You can make tzatziki sauce at home, kids. I made PETA nachos last night, Ooh. and it was really good. Ooh, with hummus, like pita and hummus. Yeah, did you do a garlic hummus? Did you do like a regular hummus? Uh, it was like a five pepper oh, okay. red hummus. Uh, Love hummus. That. It was re- it was spicy with like some with some uh, banana peppers on you it. You didn't put nice. any meat on those, right? Because pita would not be excited to know that they were. No, uh, the wife's meat. vegetarian. You know that. No, well, I don't think Jay actually. I knew that, but I don't think Jay knew that. He was at the party. What? So, okay, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> She's not loudly walking into the room going, "I'm a vegetarian." <laughs> Not like Christine Aguilera in her feud with Lady Gaga. She's quite loud about her feud with Lady Gaga. Continue. Uh, so Christine Aguilera was saying that she, uh, because at some point uh, somebody brought up the fact that Lady Gaga in her fashion is very similar to Christine Aguilera's fashion. And they didn't seem to like that because they were accusing Lady Gaga of imitating Christine Aguilera to the point where they got into a feud about who well, did it better, I guess, is the basis of it. Yeah. Because at one point, Lady Gaga wore this long blonde wig yeah. with like the bangs and everything. And Aguilera is like, why are you copying me, B? And then Gaga's like, I ain't copying anybody. I'm me. I'm born this way, you know? Don't ever remember Gaga wearing red leather and sweating in a dirty music video. There is uh, about 125 dresses on here. And one of them is a very red leather dress that she got her award with. M&M but it was it, red you know? leather pants that... Christina There's a whole that, suit with like the. No, I'm talking no, about the, the video dirty, for dirty, damn it. The, oh, no, the music video about for dirty. dirty. She was in the schoolgirl outfit. That wasn't. That wasn't. I'm leather. more of a fan of clean oh, lady. I'm more of a fan of clean Christina Aguilera. You know, like you got to rub me the right way, Aguilera. I'm more of a fan of that one. I don't like the dirty look. I like the clean. Look. You you just talked about being rubbed by Christina Aguilera and then said you don't like the dirty stuff. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Oh, the lawsuits are coming this year. (laughs) All right, so Lady Gaga has strange taste in perfume, right? She said her favorite perfume has hints of semen and blood in it. That's a Metallica album cover. That is literally the cover of Load. (laughs) And Reload. The name of it it is called Fame. Piss and Blood, the other one. Yeah. Mm. And as soon as she came out with this in 2012 when it was launched, the perfume Fame, where she claimed it has those scents in it, it comes in a black liquid and a nice magical crown-shaped bottle. It completely outperformed Madonna's perfume at the same time, which was called Madonna, with an explanation point. Which then leads me into the Madonna-Lady Gaga feud. (laughs) Where... Which doesn't Madonna need to exist. 
because Madonna self-proclaims that Lady Gaga was imitating and copying her and it's due to her songs and style and shock value is apparently all started and is, you know, held copyright to Madonna and not, you know, freedom of expression or an act or anything. It's not gatekeeping at Which all. Which led to a very, so... it, it's not gatekeeping at all. There is a lot of similarities, like Devin and Jay said, like, because, you know, somebody has to do it first, right? Here's, so, like, for sure, like... Here's my thing, yeah, go ahead. though, if I may. And this is also... One is probably going to come out really wrong. Um, two, probably going to be controversial for the Madonna lovers. But to be fair, I'm actually a huge Madonna fan. But the, the whole thing, especially in terms of, like, the shock value thing, like, Madonna was only shock value because she was introducing a lot of more provocative ideas to the stage, to the performance. Gaga was shock value because it was more like the costumes and like the showmanship and not that madonna doesn't have showmanship but like if you look at a lot of madonna's performances there's some really cool you know not so costumes and everything especially with a lot of the stuff she did in the 90s but nothing to to gaga's level especially in the sense of where you could say she was copying the only thing gaga definitely for sure copied out of madonna's book was like the the bra that shoots sparks um we love that Love that moment, but Katy Perry I just also think there's did such that a, too. Yeah, I, I, I just think there's such well. a, a difference in in what they do. Um, I don't know, like I just I see it because like yeah, they were blonde, but I I just I don't see it. Like Madonna's big breakthrough, like TV performance moment, was getting on the stage and like humping in a wedding dress, just her. After stepping off a cake, Madonna uh, Gaga's big like shock value wow moment like performance that put her on the scene was because she started like bleeding out onto the stage and then was like hanging from the ceiling at the end of her performance after like playing piano, dancing around, massive like stage setup. You know what I mean? Like I just think. There's no comparison. Like, there's... And for Madonna's time, what she did was, like, wild and crazy. But you just... It could have been more of them. I feel like Madonna had the right. budget for more than what she brought. Um, so, I don't know. I'll just, throw, sure. I'll just throw that out there, I suppose. Really, it, like... it goes down to, like, somebody had to do it first, right? So, like, right. if you dig it right. back further, like, who was the, first, the provocative, you know, Shock Valley performer before Madonna? Right. Like... Carly Rae Jepsen, like before Madonna. I don't know. Here's what I don't really like with Madonna, though, is the fact that there's a little bit of hypocrisy in there because, oh yeah, in the late '90s, early 2000s, when Britney and Christina, who we recently just talked about here, when they were getting big, Madonna didn't go on to an interview or complain or start trying beef with them. She went on the MTV Movie Awards and made out with them. Yeah, yeah. she was still somewhat relevant at the time. Mm-hmm. And somewhat and attractive at the time. 10 to 15 years later, when she looks like an alien, Gaga does it, and she just wants the attention, so she just complains about it. I don't I don't like it respect that at all. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, me neither. And, and Gaga's always been very open about the people that have inspired and influenced her. And she 
has labeled, even before the feud really began, she has labeled Madonna as an inspiration because obviously like what female pop star is not inspired by, I'm, I'm inspired by, by Madonna um, myself. It's impossible not to be. Um, and I agree. So like, it's a little weird that like she hyper fixated on Gaga and, you know, I'll never really know the truth in the sense, but like, I kind of feel like it's because she felt threatened by Gaga, to be honest. I think it's because in, like in, what I said earlier, Gaga right, right, did no, exactly. it better. She yeah. did Madonna better than Madonna did. And that's, uh, that kind of goes right into what act, what they talked about it afterwards. And so like, like you said, Madonna, uh, Gaga always considered Madonna an influence and still does. But when Madonna came out and started uh, criticizing everything, Gaga, when asked about it, was said that Madonna's a great lady and doesn't want to mean to disrespect her. But then she's like, if I'm going to be honest, though, there's a huge difference between her and I. Yeah. I mainly write my own music with little outside help, spend an extensive amount of time in my studio working and playing my own instruments and performing and creating my own choreography. Hence, what I'm doing is starkly different from what Madonna did. And I'm like, yeah, and it, that really fueled their feud. And since they've claimed to uh, have come back together since then, and like kind of like buried the hatchet because they got together on a TikTok reel, the um, Tic Tacs reels, you know. I think of it, and I don't want to go into a sports conversation, but I, it still deserves a mention. I think of it like uh, Michael Jordan, um, LeBron James comparison. Both amazingly valued, great players in their field completely different eras yes um michael jordan much much more physical there was also a lot more body weight being thrown around on the courts in at the nba at that time like if you didn't walk away with bruises all over your body you didn't play a good game that's basketball should be played whereas uh lebron you know gets a feather on top of his head and he has a concussion so it's very very (laughs) different It's, but it's yeah. still like both very valued for what they do and what they yes do. yeah no i agree and, and like i said like as a fan of both that's why i really hate the feud because you know and, and not a lot of us did but me particularly like i didn't grow up with madonna and i grew up with gaga but that's the beauty of it is that like even though i didn't grow up with madonna i can still see the influence i can still listen to her music and not even self-create that feud between the two because to me it's like they're they're two different artists two different time periods they were what they needed to be for that time when they hit the scene and they're both successful doing what they did so i that's that's always been my outlook on it um and it sucks because part of me has always wanted like a madonna and gaga collaboration that'll never happen <laughs> the we'll never see that do you really um, want to I think, at this point madonna's I, career no not not at this point not at this point but you know back when gaga came out like that would have been pretty cool um but we'll never see it you know what i mean and it's it's kind of a shame because two of the biggest female pop stars <clears throat> could absolutely kill it on a track together i'll try and move on to the the blood performance like you said so in their own 2009 vm mtv vmas uh she was doing a phenomenal performance of poker face and paparazzi uh but yes. during her the performance blood kept flowing out from underneath her outfit and mm-hmm. the blood continued to drench the entirety of the stage 
until right at the end of the performance she collapsed on stage as if she died in a yes. pool of her own blood on stage yeah. in her white dress yeah. uh the biggest issue with it is that all the fans and people in the audience were unaware that it was like what was going on yes. and didn't know about it. The, the the performance venue didn't know this was going to happen either. Yes. And uh, most people doing it were like, this is too much. And it was like one of those things like this is way, way past the line. And nah. none of those people have ever been to a Guar show. Correct. Shows. That is immediately what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another big one was her Judas music video, which the conflict found was very borderline too far for the biblical topics and everything for stirring up the Christian religious group, uh, including her due to her dressing up as a nun, swallowing a rosary and other references and inferences throughout the music video. So that was her Alejandro music video, the dressing up as a nun and swallowing the rosary. And then... Judas, sorry if I if I can. Yeah, if I, if I I might have wrote the wrong name. It's like the same time frame. She had okay. like a lot of things. Yeah, that led to her feud with the. Uh, the I was Vatican. yeah. The whole church is mad at her for a lot of things. But if we're talking about the music video where she's dressed up as a nun and she swallows the rosary, that's Alejandro, and that was gotcha. very controversial. This episode has been fact checked by Drew Scarlett. <laughs> Drew Scarlett for all of your Lady Gaga fact checking needs. Uh, another big one was her uh, David Bowie I hate you Yes. I still have the audio clip set aside as one of my censors for any of our episodes of you saying Bowie correctly David Bowie David Bowie David so Bowie the, uh, the, the David Bowie family came out and said that the tribute while very emotional and heartfelt was way too much, way too overwhelming, too big, and said it is not what he would have wanted. And he wouldn't want you to say his name incorrectly either. F- <laughs> <laughs> also, Ass. David Bowie and going too big are two words that don't. That, yeah, that those don't. Those aren't in the same sentence. Period. Exactly. And so they just led to a feed with the family afterwards, which I'm. Like, I'm with you in saying, like, I think he would have loved a big, overhyped, big shindig because that's just him. To me, that's his personality, yeah. and that's kind of everything I ever got. He um, would also love she, she asshole also dressed... podcast host to pronounce his name correctly, too. Yes, very much. <laughs> she also uh, she also did dress up as him as an inspiration for one of her outfits, and it was actually pretty sweet. I actually really digged it. She, um, she always used to, especially in her first album era always used to have like a lightning bolt on her face. Um, And in an interview, she said specifically that she wore that lightning bolt because she she would hope that like when she put it on, that it would channel Bowie's creativity and energy into her and sort of like lead and guide her through her creative process, Um, which I always loved. Yeah, it's so good. Um, she went bankrupt while on tour and didn't even know it. Yes. Uh, during her Monster Ball tour, she went $3.5 million in debt and didn't know it. And because the tour got extended for like several months and several shows and she had to fund it and no idea. So she came back from her tour, was completely bankrupt, like three and a half million, but ended up getting like several Grammys and singles and is now valued over 
between the 150 to 300 million range. So I think she's yes. come back on top from that. Yes. Uh, she was at one time supposed to be signed with Def Jam Records until yes. they cut her before she even released it. Yes. To me, that's not very controversial, but I think that's like a biggest flub, a flub for a studio. It's, well, it's like you screwed Will up. Will Smith turning down the Matrix. Way to go, dumbass. It's a little controversial in the sense that on her first album, um, Paper Gangster, that song was written about Def Jam Ooh. and that whole situation. And it's one of her best songs. Ah. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. That's that's awesome. Yes. Yes. I, I don't know all the facts, but a lot of it had to do with like they wanted to like really over auto-tune her voice for like everything and she was like no that's really not my vibe i don't want to do that and she actually thought like her career was over when she was like no i'm not going to sign to you um and then what's super funny is on the song that she wrote against def jam she used a lot of auto-tune <laughs> on her vocals to sort of be like yeah I did it here. Um, in 2013, she stripped naked while performing Venus at a nightclub in London. Not really super controversial, but like, I could see it. I mean, she's always been very body positivity yeah. type. She's yeah. a and documentary even in she her... was naked in it too. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I, I don't think that's super controversial, but like, I, I mean, I guess it could be depending if like audience age of it right but i don't know it is a nightclub yeah. so they probably wouldn't have allowed under 18 in there but you know england's different rules and regulations than we hear in the states so who knows? i have an opinion tied to celebrities and nudity the okay, least talented celebrities that we see that everyone tends to obsess with and male or female uh i'll use taylor lautner as a great example Taylor, nice person. Not going to say anything negative about that. Comes across as a very nice person. One of the worst actors I've ever seen in any Hollywood production. My theory is pretty much the same for him or certain female actresses too. The obsession is just because you want to see them naked because after you do that, they're irrelevant. And I think... That's tea. I honestly think... Gaga doing what she does and being as body positive as she does alleviates that kind of fandom and then has people who focus on like, you're a talented individual, I'm going right. to follow you to the ends of the earth. Yeah. Keeps those people intact. So props to her for that. Yes. That does go into a bit of the uh, early 2000s. Uh, what is it called? Hearsay of her actually not being a woman and actually being a trans. Oh, I thought yes. you were going to say she and performed which, at the which, AVNs in the early 2000s. <laughs> no, and then actually. when you asked about it, she's like, I'm not. Not that I even care. But like, if I was, I'm like, I'm just tried. I consider myself rather androgynous and I don't think it's a bad thing. And like, I just a body positive type person. And it's like, why does it matter? Like, yeah. She kind of rather classy response to it instead of just like screaming at the fan people yeah. for like making it like mimicking it. I can't think of his name. Uh, there was one interview that she did with someone pretty big and they asked her that question and she literally was just like, so what if I was? It was Matt Lauer, She's like, so, I so what if I was? I yeah, think Lauer. it was Matt Lauer. That's, um, That's the best response to that, though. It, it, it really is. is. Like, not nonchalant about like, what the it what also, is it? Right? Also, think of the time that the interview took place, too, 
Yeah. That was around the time that number one, we were legalizing gay marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, the LGBTQIA community, QIA plus community, were also being more accepted at that time because it really was becoming less and less controversial to be of a non-heterosexual sexuality or gender. Right. So at that time, you know, people are starting to accept it. So what's the news going to do? They're right. going to try to right. find a way to make it newsworthy to be controversial. So that way you either have another side to it. So you have a back and forth or they're just trying to get people pissed off to watch them and go, well, fuck you, NBC. Mm, which so. is why I think that like adds even more like props and like up checks, like big thumbs up to uh, like how Lady Gaga responded. Yeah. At that time, she's a controversial person. Yeah. And she gives like the least controversial like response to it. Like, so what? Right. Like, like it, it was just a huge thing. Unlike her uh, fur dress that she wore, fur Big Bird inspired outfit she wore at the, in 2013 and got into another big fight with PETA about how she's wearing a fur head. She's like, it's not real fur. So she wasn't dressed as actual Big Bird. No, but it was Big Bird like. She should dress as actual Big Bird. She would that would be dope. As, that would be dope. Big Bird. She also went to the Met event, uh, event the Mets game, wearing a bra and underwear. Uh, we already talked about the Madonna boobs. We talked about the perfume. Uh, she at once got a re- cited for indecent exposure wearing no pants and just a bra in uh, Chicago. I mean, if I had a dime for oh, every time this I is, did this that is in a Chicago, good one. this is a good one. Oh, by the way, Jay, in uh, 2011, the Spark bra, Jay. I know you wore it the one time. Best oh, bar mitzvah ever. It was so great. Look, you know just the the sparkles it felt good too because it was shooting forward and a little backwards it, it just keeps your thick. chest warm that's the yeah, big thing you know that's fine yeah. you couldn't wear it because all the chest hair i was the only one yeah chest hair who i would it. be on fire beyonce had a alter ego called sasha fierce yes in 2011 at the mtv music awards lady gaga decided unbeknownst to anybody else to debut her alter ego joe called Daroni. So she she went out there as a dude, dressed as a dude, looking like a dude, playing piano for Britney Spears. During Britney Spears' performance, she would then continue to hit on Britney Spears. And it if you go and look at the video of it, she he she as Lady Gaga looks like this completely creepy kind of like has like a creepy like like kind of questionable looking guy. And then you're just like as Britney Spears, like that's not my piano player. <laughs> Who is this dude? Yes. Who let this guy out? I I like it. And I'm, it was I'm seeing the pictures. It was pretty, that, that's great. It it's pretty great. Uh she at one time wore a live cockroach hat that a lot of people found very controversial. And then Russia also at one point threatened to arrest her for her pro arrest her in Russia for her pro homosexual propaganda. Yes. Of which the song is also banned in China, if you didn't know. Uh, Born This Way. Yes. What isn't banned in China anymore, though? Honestly. Hopefully not Parlay Radio. Yes. (laughs) I haven't seen any countries play us from there. Uh, We have like 35 countries that listen to us. China is not one of them. So we're definitely already banned. We didn't even know it's great. (laughs) 
Uh, that's all I really got for her big controversies. None of it's too spicy, controversial, but, you know, it usually seems like a person's just having a lot of fun trying to live life and, you know, be who they are. Not like she's out there flinging dope or dating Vanilla Ice like Madonna, but, um... Don't give her the idea. Just don't. don't give her the idea. Just don't. We don't want that to happen. <laughs> no. Oh my god. You know what I, would be what yes. would be the equivalent to dating Vanilla Ice now? Joe, uh, dating Matt Rife. Malone, maybe. I was gonna say Matt Machine Rice? Gun Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> machine Gun Kelly. No. No. Oh, machine Matt Gun Rice Kelly is, actually no. would be pretty equivalent to that. That's pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> I. I mean, I. I really no, think of it like no. this because if you look at Ariana Grande. You look at Lady Gaga Peter. and you look at Madonna. It's like a Pokemon evolution. Um, really? Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh, my Not a I just did that for reactions. I don't believe that. By wait, wait. Way. So so now we're saying, since we're bringing in an Ariana Grande and everything, so now Pete Davidson is now the new age version of Den dating Dennis Rodman in the 90s. Oh, you're right. So Pete Davidson would be the new. No, he doesn't cross-dress a lot. Now, Pete Davidson would be Pete Davidson would be the starter Pokemon for uh, Adam Sandler. Okay. So, but intro. nobody famous. What's the middle Sandler? evolution there, though? So, what what would be the middle evolution then? Well, I I think honestly, hmm, that's a great <laughs> question. Maybe um, we could we could go Digimon evolution where it's gonna be like off from cute little cat to like demon bird and then to like an angel. Maybe Rob <laughs> Schneider. A bird to an angel. Maybe like Rob it's... Schneider. I think Rob Schneider may be in the middle there. Rob Schneider the, in the what's middle. The, what's the third? Yeah, well, you got Sandler at the top. Sandler at the top. Schneider in the middle, and you got Davidson as the the starter. What would be the ultra evolution? Like Davidson then? is way bigger than Schneider though. George Carlin. <laughs> No, Sandler will not evolve into George Carlin ever. No, even with the older stuff. George Carlin is like a Snorlax, okay? He like, is. He is his own Snorlax. thing. That Snorlax is before that. Before they got the little baby one, like he is just. It's just one. That's it. Yeah. A Munchlax. You mean a Munchlax? Yeah, I don't like the baby one. That's not. That's not my Snorlax. He's just munching. Not my He's Snorlax. not eating. He's just munching. I don't know why i devolved the conversation like this this is what all right uh before we do end it uh, let's do a shout out to lady gaga's uh charitable foundation born this way foundation i think it's a good thing to call that out it is a rather beneficial and like solid charitable foundation it's non-profit so it is a tax free a tax deduction if you want to donate to it it's great it helps youth people lgbtq plus it's great and help them getting to work around the world to make this world go kinder and braver is the mission statement says we will include a link in this episode's description i will also include the link for the lady gaga and metallica performance just because can you also put it's a link insane. to any uh general sal's fury versions of bad romance i can do that i have one also, and you no, can see me performing shine. it Ooh, with hair yes. oh, oh with hair God, that was years. That was so long ago. Uh, my my mother sent me a few photos recently of uh, me with hair, and I was like, "Oh man, I forgot I had the fro that long." So. <laughs> so, speaking of hair, my my mom actually mailed me my Your hair. Uh, K Thorda. <laughs> Thorda. Is that where it's Thorda. been mailed? <laughs> That's Stop. why he's been missing it for so long. She sent it USPS. <laughs> it got lost in the mail. He mailed me like this uh, xylophone of like my kindergarten through my graduation pictures. So it's like like little like 
five-year-old Coleman through like graduating high school picture. It is an evolution right there. Oh it gosh. is definitely a Pokemon evolution. With the my my evolution is me turning into Paul Giamatti because I just keep getting angrier every year. <laughs> I'm gonna. I thought you were gonna say Luciano Pavarotti. No, but okay. look at the hair. Oh wow! That was oh, yeah. my hair. That is a lot mm -hmm. of hair. Yeah. Oh wow! So much. Not exactly the best photo. I'll I'll send it via chat. But yeah, I had a fro, and everyone loved my fro, except me. <laughs> I was like short hair or very very long. Couldn't couldn't take it in between. Gentlemen, anything else you would like to add on to Lady Gaga and uh, that she is uh, uh, in her mid-cycle Pokemon evolution? I feel like she's like a Max Evolved one at this point. She's like, she's gone. She's so a she's that. a legendary Pokemon. Yes. At this there point. you go. She's she's a Mewtwo. So she's Mewtwo. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. Oh. Let's let's actually break this down. If she's a legendary, and she's only been around for about fifteen. I'd say like 20 years max in the music scene. Who else would be a legendary in that time span? For the 20 years? For so the like 20 years. To not not any older than that, because we know all the classic musicians that have been out, Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, all of that. Who else would fit in that category that's only been around for maybe 15, 20 years? Because I'm already going to say Adele. I, would, I'm, I was going to say Adele. I was going to throw an Ariana Grande. The weekend. I would not this agree with Ariana guess. Grande, but I do think she's getting there. She's reaching. Yeah, okay, yeah. So yeah, fair. I could, I could. All right, yeah. Um, this might get some hate, but hear me out. Katy Perry. See, I like Katy she Perry. Has the width of success. I'm, I'm not. I'm not one the of the wit. haters. I love her voice. She's. She can do more than what she does. So that makes it sound like she shouldn't be. But if we are gonna like just talk pure like skill her her vocals and honestly just her impact on on pop culture with the stuff she's released is it's it's comparable i like oh rihanna too i'd say rihanna's legendary i'd put her up there rihanna is yeah. definitely rihanna's yep. you, rihanna uh katie perry and gaga were like my jam those three, when they hit the scene, bro, everything changed. <clears throat> so they were when like those the, three hit the scene. They were like the Moltres, Articuno, and uh, what was the yeah. other one? Uh, you're you're going too Lincoln far Park. into the Pokemon lore for me. I don't even remember their names anymore. Those the three ones on the first game. Dude, I haven't played since middle school. I don't remember any of this. <laughs> All right, look. In the last <laughs> week or so, after everything that's kind of shown up on X, the newest legendary Pokemon after seeing that video might be Drake. No. I mean, <laughs> this episode is brought to Hyper you in part theory. by Extends. Extends, <laughs> the natural male enhancement. <laughs> oh my gosh. We are not actually sponsored by Extends. I don't even know if they would pay us or if they would even you, exist would you, anymore. Think, would you say Linkin Park? Because Hybrid Theory yes, is 2000. I would agree with Linkin Park, so. yeah. but I, I, I do want to say there's an artist that we have yet to cover on the show that I feel like we should next episode. And that is Disturbed. the Pokemon Evolution Legendary. John Mayer. Honestly, do we have enough time for that much controversy? <laughs> I don't know because I'm going to be the one covering it. <laughs> well, on behalf of Jay, John, Drew, thank you so much for joining us today. Again, thank you. You can catch Drew on his Instagram currently at Drew underscore Scarlet with one T eight at Instagram. 
and new music to come out very soon. Uh, this episode will be published February 16th. And Drew's single, you said you're going to have the first one out at the end of the month? Yes. Awesome. Yes. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, yes. Do share a link. We can attach it to this episode because we'll make sure people are listening to it afterwards. On behalf of everybody here, yes. my name is Devin. I have already said great day, so I'm going to say good night. Parlay Radio is a journalistic educational commentary podcast hosted by Jay Bain, John Coleman, and Devin Hughes. On the mention of bands and materials used, we are protected by fair use and copyright as we provide criticism and commentary through satirical means. We don't own the rights to any bands or stories mentioned, but we do have the right to offer criticism and commentary. Incidental music is provided by Cloudkicker and Creative Commons tracks in the public domain. If you have a band or suggestion for the show, you can find us on Facebook at Parlay Radio, on Instagram at Parlay Radio Podcast, or on TikTok at Parlay Radio. You may also email us at parlayradio at gmail.com. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to our show if you enjoy what you hear. Thank you for listening.